0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today is the fourth episode of Shed Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Buckley. With me is
1: Paul Quinn.
0: The uh, point of this podcast really is just to talk all sorts of sports. Bit of nonsense, bit of life. Have a few berries and have a bit of fun.
1: So, fourth weekend, the Premiership is out away. Did you get to watch any of the matches? I watched uh, the Chelsea and United game. Oh, thanks very much for bringing that up. We'll get to that eventually. That was the Sunday game. We'll get to that. Um, We'll start with Friday's game, though. Liverpool-Norwich, the opener. 4-1 finish. Got Liverpool's goalkeeper injured. He's out now for four to six weeks. Uh, Alisson. He was... Yeah. Tim Crowell is my fantasy keeper. He conceded four goals. What a great start to that that didn't go well but, oh, uh, let's Sadio- talk about that
0: <laughs> yeah, you have Norwich as a uh, goalkeeper
1: well, I have Kepa as well so both, both my goalkeepers have conceded four goals in the first weekend of fantasy so yeah just to say I'm sixth in my league and there's only eight of us in it it's not been a good start <laughs> but uh, for bright spots for Liverpool Sadio Mane came in off the bench leaving Divock Origi to start I'd say they'd do the same for the Super Cup but we'll see what clock decides uh, otherwise business is normal, nothing major to report and Liverpool just very good, kept possession, kept the ball and just counter very well The goals were well taken Nice to see Norwich get one back in their return to the Premiership but that was as much as I could say about that um, Moving on to Saturday, City and West Ham Strange selection from Guardiola I know from fantasy that everyone had Aguero or Bernardo Silva in their lineups. They did neither of them started. And I have to say from watching that a little bit of that game, I had to turn her because it was a shy first half. <laughs> one nil up to one nil to City half time. West Ham weren't in the game at all. Second half, City got back to their champions form. few substitutions. Where Wero eventually got on. Silva didn't. But well, yeah, he ended up winning five nil comfortably. No no injuries of no nothing there major. Um Sheffield United one one against Bournemouth. That was a strange one. That was uh, Billy Sharp coming off the bench to get a goal for Sheffield United. Uh, good performances. A lot of Irish lads in that team. Johnny Egan, Enda Stevens, Callum Robinson, David McGoldrick. They'd probably be dark horses to stay up this season. Um, nothing major from Bournemouth. They were at home, open with a draw. Nothing major from that. What were you doing on Saturday, Anton? Anton to do with football?
0: Football, I be the GAA. I'm watching the...
1: It was on Saturday at Dublin game. I
0: think it was Saturday, yeah. Jesus, uh, I was out for that and I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I was watching
1: it, uh, I was like, mate, I might win. And then uh, I started cooking at half time and I looked again and I was like,
0: Dublin's winning by 16 points.
1: <laughs> yeah, the game kind of torn. It was like a 10 minute spot, I remember. It was the whole force half was shy. And to be fair, people in the pub that I was watching it in, even me and that I, I brought out for the day, getting very pissed off at me shouting handball every five seconds. Um. As a football fan, I was not a big GAF fan. But um, 10 minutes into that second half, the game was over. I think Dublin started the second half, got two quick goals, a few points, and Mayo were way behind by then. They just, I think they got one goal and two points for the whole second half. It was shocking. Not Nothing major about the all, hole. But, but I'm sure one of the days we'll get a GAA expert on. We'll be able to take the piss, but it is coming to the end of that season. so yeah. All We'll do a brief chat about the All-Ireland when it's on. But again it will be brief exactly because we don't our stuff there <laughs> <laughs> lack of interest man catches ball man kicks ball man hits ball with hand to other man who catches ball 50 passes later man kicks ball wide. what a waste man kicks <laughs> ball out from goal sets up the same thing in the other coloured jerseys what a waste at least Dublin are entertaining but God knows what's going to happen when they play Kerry in the All-Ireland Sure, sure the coaches sure the are going to have a say about that we'll get to that eventually now, back to the football. Um, other notes there from Saturday's games are big wins from Borne and Brighton. Very unexpected. Um, Michael Obafemi getting on as a sub for Southampton. Part of the Bray Obafemi's doing very well for himself. Uh, Shane Duffy did well for Brighton. Um, Spores were very lucky against Villa, I have to say. For about 70 minutes of that game, Spores weren't in it. Villa played very well. And not to let my tanism come out but um, it was nice to see Jack Grealish make a mistake and fuck up for his team that was good on the plus side for us Conor Horahan played very well got a good 80 minutes in looks like he's going to be a stalwart in that midfield for the rest of the season so that's a good point for them going forward um, Sunday yeah, Matt Dorothy got a game for Wolves that's probably the only thing you can say about that game maybe the VAR decision went on went on too long but I still think the VAR got it right I don't. didn't see it as a goal against Everton 0-0 is probably as good as they will do two teams expecting to do a lot better but early days yeah Um, yeah Sunday now we're on to the bit we mentioned earlier the Chelsea game oh one
0: thing before that the Arsenal game Arsenal won 1-0 against uh, Newcastle
1: well, I was in Wark so if you've watched that that's perfect you can the only thing on i seen was the goal yeah yeah that was about it I know Aubameyang scored I know David Luiz didn't play
0: I turned it on just as the goal went in and uh, yeah, it was, a, it, it was a great finish. But uh, That's all I watched going yeah. on the cricket, you know, better sport. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get away with the cricket. <laughs> oh, right, well, Chelsea game, Jesus. It's hard to say with losing 4-0 that we dominated, dominated the play in the first half and went in 1-0 down and then saying the exact same thing and then finishing the game 4-0 down. Sloppy errors at the back doesn't look like the center half period and worked well. Errors in midfield and just not clinical enough in the final tour. I have to say, fair played Frank Lampard fourth game played the kids. Mason Mount got a, had a good run out, and um, Tammy Abraham was impressive. looking not to score hitting the post. Um, Emerson looks like he's held down the left back spot. He's definitely taking that from Alonzo. Alonzo couldn't defend. If Alonzo had played that game, that would have been six or seven nil. If David Luis was still in that team, I would say the same. Six or seven nil. It's great to be a ball playing centre half, but without the ball, he's an absolute liability. Worse than what the performance of Zuma was. I'll give Zuma a little bit of leeway there. He got booked early on and didn't want to do anything for the rest of the game to get himself sent off. Put his team in a bad position. Bit of a stocking though. We'll work on that. Um yeah, another game where Jorginho struggled, didn't get through, didn't get through. Look look He was running in bleeding cement. Does not do very well in that defensive midfield role. And for anyone saying that Hazard was a big miss, I can't take it in a few minutes as a run out there at the end. That was great to see, but he's much more missed than Hazard. He's the only reason we get that ball back in midfield. And if Jorginho's performance means that Lampard turns to Bakayoko, we're in a worse state than you'll ever think. We're in a shocker going into that Super Cup on Wednesday. And speaking of the Super Cup on Wednesday, we play Liverpool. What was the book of the last time you've, you saw Liverpool play? It was Champions League final 2005? Nah. <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> it's at least 2006. I think it was when they lost, you know. Yeah,
1: it was because the season after that they weren't too good and you lost fate straight away. <laughs> oh, well then. Jimmy yeah. Shaw, sure, he wasn't there anymore so I had to stop Hell watching. He starts in the back in that game.
0: I oh, know Should get away the penalty isn't he he's a disaster he is after like 30 seconds of the game yeah. in the 2005 no absolute
1: stalking uh, so, Vladi- Vladimir Spitsa- Smitsar and Igor Bishkam were in the squad Igor yeah. Bishkam going on
0: oh yeah Bishkam oh, Bishkam oh, Bishkam <laughs> Bishka was like, yeah. fantastic Yeah, Jersey Dudek the hero of the hour
1: what was he copying Boris Gobelov
0: <laughs> yeah well oh, yeah, was that fucking Shevshango fucking missed from like two yards out
1: Oh, during
0: the whole game. Shockingly,
1: yeah, shockingly enough, he ended up going on and playing for Chelsea and being bleeding shy. Also, the listeners aren't they were Paul's a doy hard Chelsea fan. And I was, yeah, I was not too pleased, put it that way. The poor boy was in. I was getting, I was getting plenty of and plenty of others and I was that close to smashing up a TV. I I, I left just as I was getting really pissed off. It was a nice offer of the owner of the pub as a sports fan to put me up on Facebook to prove that Chelsea fans are still that, that Chelsea fans are real that there is one that he knows. So, At yeah. that point I told him to piss off. <laughs> was not in the humour of it. So a loser as well. <laughs> yeah. Definitely saw a sore loser. But yeah. Chelsea in the Super Cup after winning the Europa League beating Arsenal 4-1 be better if it was something along the lines of when we beat Bayern Munich on penalties back in 2012. Sure, speaking of leading terrible players to play well in a final, John Obi Mikel, stinker. But he had the game of his life in that Champions League final. Never, never forget that.
0: Yeah, the only game was life.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the Super Cup's on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. It's on BT Sport 2. It's actually the fourth European final to be refereed by a woman. Really? Yeah, Stephanie Frapper is at the getting the, the task at hand and her own Ireland's Michelle O'Neill will assist her
0: really, there'll yeah. be no surrounding the referee anyways
1: yeah well, well not, during, not during the game anyway. Yeah, exactly yeah but it just might bring in a bit of respect and might might crack on a bit oh yeah now the fourth assistant is your man Kakir, who seems to hate Ireland so he's a dick he'll probably, he'll probably be standing there shouting and saying stupid things to the managers and stuff he seems to be you. Egypt, but we'll walk backwards on that um, yeah so hopefully Frank can get his fourth trophy Get all the fans back on side. The Indian and African experts can pop out then and we'll, we'll see what their videos are going to be like on Facebook after that. Sick of getting Facebook tags in all the funny videos because they just, the lads overreact so much. Yeah. They say, oh my God, you lost 4-0 in your first game in Old Trafford. I did not buy this jersey for us to lose so badly. How can I go out in the streets now? You live in a shack. You don't have streets. All you have is desert. Chill, relax. How you have Wi-Fi is on to me. Madness But uh, yeah So Like we said earlier Allison's injured For Liverpool um, So they signed Adrian Well say signed He was a free agent They brought him in They also brought in Andy Lonergan Which is a bit of Bit of a Bit of a waste Because it would have Been nice to see Cuevin Callagher Gary Gary game As a 19 year old Or at least be On the bench He still might be But I doubt They signed Lonergan For no reason So I say Callagher will stay Doing the 21 well, He's collecting That paycheck it's just nice to see an Irish keeper, Booko, you were a keeper back in your day.
0: That's it, you know, many moons ago. <laughs> what
1: was it, Norway Rangers? Norway Rangers, Jesus. the greatest team back. ever in Finglas until... Until they fell apart. Yeah. I think I was on that team for four weeks and I had a fall out with Mark White and that was the end of that. <laughs> Are you, I liked him. Did you? Ah, oh, jeez, that's no. why. How did we ever be friends, bucko <laughs> Right, uh, on Chelsea's start point... From the weekend, I'd say the likes of Tammy and Mason Mount will drop out. Maybe it'll be either or Jorginho or Kovacic will probably drop out to give Kante everyone out. Um, but I'd say Giroud and Pulisic will start. To be fair, on Chelsea's side, the result's meaningless. Like in the big context, Lampard just has to fix the back four. Just that the issues against the counter-attack is a big problem. The problem there again is he's only got three days to do it since his last Premier League match. And they're playing the best counter attacking team in Europe. This could get uglier than Old Trafford. This could go five, six, seven, 8 if we're not careful. I so, so what's
0: your prediction for the match?
1: I'm going to be a bit of a bit of a homer and go with a one one draw. Chelsea to win on penalties. Oh, you only going to concede one goal? Yeah, of course. And I'll, get, I'll luckily concede one goal because Kepa is, is a brick shear house. He'll he'll save. If we get at the penalty, He'll save some. He'll keep us in that game. There won't be any Nicholas and Elka taking panels this time, anyway. Weapon. Less about Moscow, the better. Gosh. All
0: right, we're moving on to the NFL uh, part of the podcast, leaving that football shit
1: behind. Moving on to another type of football. Yeah, well, is it really
0: football? But yeah, to the
1: Americans, it is, and it's the only sport where they can be like in most things. They're world champions of the game that they only they play. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it is preseason. there is 90 players in every squad, people are being caught and signed left, right and centre, a lot of people that we don't know, nothing's happening. Mainly the big thing for the NFL fans is the Dallas Cowboys are again the preseason laughing stock of the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott is holding out, Dak refuses a 30 million a year uh, contract, 120 for 4 years, he seems to want top 5 quarterback money he's rated 16, which is like middle of the road, he's an average, bang average tour tier quarterback, he's asking for crazy money, because he knows they're desperate, and there's no one out there in the market, they've nothing, no draft capital really, with such a strong team, they won't be drafting in the top 10, so they've got nothing to give away their first round pick for this year really, in that sense, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll see how that progresses as we go, now the Last week was the fourth week of preseason games. Again, the nothing major. Although, as an Eagles fan, it was sad to see your backup quarterback Nate Sudfeld go down. As I like to call him, Nick Foles two point And speaking of Nick Foles, that's who we come up against this year. Big Dick Nick, big Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Eagles. Massive underdog story. Epic, epic game against the Patriots to win that Super Bowl. We let him go. We went with Carson Wentz. Nick Foles is now quarterback of the Jaguars. We'll walk backwards from, from that as the season goes. We'll see how he gets on. I doubt both quarterbacks are going to play, but it'd be nice to see some interaction of them on the, on the pitch a little. No, because they did get on in, in Philadelphia when they were both on the roster. It's very nice to see.
0: The only thing I have to say about Carson Wentz is, I checked out his Twitter and I was he's saying he's a Jesus freak.
1: Oh, he's a super god lover, but look, he's that's his choice. He's an idiot, but it's his choice. if He wants to do it. But look, he has a food truck. He gives out food to everybody, and he looks at it. he gives him stuff and he helps the homeless. He does loads for charity. He's very good with Giovanni, and um, the guy has Schwartz Campbell syndrome. Super videos from preseason all throughout the year. He's a very good guy. This is the first year he's been paid though. So will money change him? What's he
0: getting? What's he getting
1: paid? He's getting. 32 a year. You're thinking Dak Torn, Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, automatic rival, would want that as a starting point because he's on the stats book, he's achieved more yeah. than Carson Wentz. But that's the Eagles being clever, forcing the Cowboys' hand, getting the contract done early, making them have to start and pay more money. That's it. it was just clever by Howie Roseman, the GM of the Eagles. Get all the contracts done early, you set the market and that's where all the next people that fall in line, that's where their negotiations start. The Cowboys started theirs by being under that, and that turned it down straight away. Out of hand, doesn't want to know about it. 32 million.
0: That's some amount of money. What
1: would you do at 32 million a year? That's a year, yeah. Yeah, that's...
0: So you're playing
1: in the NFL for what, 10 years? 320? At at the quarterback position, you could play for probably 25 years now. not allowed to touch you touch someone now you're probably getting arrested yeah, yeah. To so hit have no injuries basically yeah no brain trauma anyways yeah used to be like the NFL used to stand for not for long used to be an average of 3.2 years yeah. across the league as that would be your thing and coming out of college your contracts were 3 and 4 years so if you weren't the 4th round pick you weren't making decent money so yeah. your 3 years in the NFL was great to say you were in the NFL for 3 years 3 years later you're out in your ass and you're looking for a job again yeah, especially with the reckless spending that most of them do you see them point bleeding cars and Lamborghinis houses oh, yeah, I yeah. want to buy my mom a house and you're like yeah okay that's yeah. fine you do terrible it terrible money management yeah. skills. it's like you do that and then oh family friend stole all my money I shouldn't have trusted him well duh Say <laughs> like, yeah. like why would you trust that fella with like 30 million or 10 million 16 million why don't you just yeah. it's handle your, your own
0: money it's crazy of like celebrities get caught with Ponzi schemes or get like
1: fucking ripped off false investments oh you have seen, seen, that know, seen uh, him all the time.
0: Chuck down and Diego Sanchez and lost like a serious amount of money. Diego Sanchez, this was ten years ago. Right after he actually fought BJ Penn. He went to Vegas, set a party, and his best friend at the time, he gave him around fifty thousand. What happened? He might have stole the money. Never seen it again. It was like a Ponzi game. That's uh, like best
1: madness! Crazy. Jesus. Now, have you been keeping up with the hard knocks of the episode? Little yeah, what's the old Oakland Raiders,
0: yeah? Yeah, episode for, one. In fairness, this is... the old is, armchair fan, or the casual, I like to call myself in the NFL anyways. Anyone that's looking... I would really highly good.
1: recommend it for anyone that's looking to get into the NFL and doesn't know where to start. That is the perfect way to start.
0: Because one thing I'll tell you about the NFL, right? There's so many players on every team, it's hard to keep up. So when you see these sort of, you know... Interactions with the players, and you're like, oh yeah, I can start watching him. And I know his name. Oh, he, he plays in that position. So then yeah, you start to learn more about it, and then uh, get more interested. But like without that, like there's too many players on every team. I'm like, especially
1: at this time of year, every team has 90 players that they go to training camp with. That means that all the starters basically sit out or do the minimal. Yeah. And then the rest are fighting for their jobs as twos and threes on the depth chart. Yeah. So, then they're the ones you'll see in the preseason games. And then they're the ones that will interchange in and out. And you will not need to know those names for most of the year until injuries start happening. So, again, following the four weeks of preseason could turn out to mean absolutely nothing. Most teams, like last year, the LA Rams went to the Super Bowl. Their preseason, they didn't play one starter in any of the four games. Yeah. So, that's just how it worked out for them. The Patriots, very similar, they have their own way, they're very successful. I'd like to say they cheer a lot, but oh, there
0: you get. Rams only scored three points in their preseason game there yesterday. No, oh, Jeez. Against the uh, Oakland.
1: Yeah, and again, that's the that's there's another issue. You're like, what's what's the point in trying these games? Mm-hmm. It's like does the score matter? Or is it just workouts and tryouts? Can you really if if you're playing against other teams, twos and threes? How do you know how good that kid's gonna be when he starts playing starters, especially on defense? Like defenses. They're always pumped up and amped up in training camp. They're always going to have the edge on the offense consistently. They're going to be revved up. As soon as the pads go on, they're ready to hit people. The offense, going through the drills, they're not getting hit. They're getting tagged and it's getting blown, stopped. And next of all, they're getting hit blindsided. They're getting hit in pads and stuff. Balls are coming incomplete. The quarterback gets under pressure, starts throwing interceptions. The majority of days, you'll see the defense dominate. Thankfully for the Eagles... With our new signing, bringing back to Sean Jackson, Carson Wentz has been bombing it down the field, 70, 80 yards, and he's just been borne by our whole defense. Again, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Are our defenders shit? We don't know yet. But he is one of the fastest players in that league. He could do that to anybody on his day, so it wouldn't take too much of that. But in Hard Knocks, their wide receiver was the big free agent signing, Antonio Brown. Probably the top three wide receiver in the whole league. Uh, forced to move out of Steelers, that situation ended ugly. Um, that was an interesting start to the to the to the episode. A hot air balloon is a mode of transport to training camp, and it can fit two hundred and seventy five thousand basketballs inside. That is the strangest really? way of going from your home to a training camp is by hot air balloon. <laughs> I've never seen that, and that is something that AB is just. That's, about that's as bad as American just, as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's American. That's another waste of money. That's flashy. more more money than cents and trying to make headlines again. Yeah. What about the old
0: uh, herbie
1: uh, Or this frostbitten fee? Anyone that goes online and checks out Antonio Brown's fee it's not it's not a weird thing that will lead you to any porn sites or anything. It is just grim. Yeah, it looks he, a bit like my foot. Yeah, he he wore the wrong feet footwear. He wore like Gucci, um, sandals, trying to be cool and deadly in a cryotherapy changer in France, to get himself back to full health and to heal quicker. And he fucked up his feet. They're a mess. Yeah, cause
0: you're supposed and, to wear, when you go into these uh, cryotherapy chamber, you wear these special gloves, special footwear. Yeah, I think even wear, if you're going underneath, you wear a hat. And but he, some, he wouldn't take their off the shoes. Up, up above.
1: He wouldn't take off his Gucci shoes or whatever it was he was wearing. He wore the wrong footwear. That, that is nasty. The outcome. It affected his training camp start. He wasn't able to train for the first few days. Issues there with that, and then when he did train, you could see that he's the hardest trainer in that. In that whole team, he sets the bar. Is insane. He is Is crazy fast. Like he was a six-round pick. He developed really well in Pittsburgh and yeah. his work off the field is crazy. Like his trainer was telling him to slow down. He's like, No, I want to be the best. I want to do this. The head coach, John Gruden, he said to him, How about taking a few plays off and letting the other kids see what it's like? And he went, No, they're here to learn. They need to learn off me. Yeah. I'm the bar. They need to it's know. The that. Bar, yeah. And then for the next two days, he couldn't train again. So he did one full day practice. Basically, Sean very highly met his new teammates interacted very well from what we could see in the episode Um, strange bit where his kids were there Like you'd never see children and bleeding at any training sessions for most things like that but yeah that was a weird one maybe he got a special exemption for that because he wasn't training that day and he was just looking after the kids Yeah, the weird thing to he's, see. A,
0: well, so he's a prima donna
1: that too and he just picks his own things he's like I'm doing this that don't care what you think like that organisation are paying him crazy money like 16 or 18 million a year, you'd think he'd take a bit more. And it gets even worse the amount of money they're paying him. All he wants is his helmet from his old team. Like, fuck off. There's no need to get that helmet. <laughs> like, just what are you going to do? Take a uh, Raiders helmet, paint it Steelers c- colours. Oh. Yeah, so
0: is there a certain
1: shape that's different to the Raiders helmets? I doubt it. They'll all have to be. One or the other, they'll be very similar. All wide receivers' helmets are seem to be very similar. But that's ridiculous. That's just, again, prima donna needing what he wants and when he wants it. There was a good bit where the rookie tight end was taking the piss out of the quarterback, Derek Carr, and he said to him, Hey, you baby oiled up your arms? And he said, No, it's sunscreen. And then everyone else said it was baby oil. And he's like, Okay, it was baby oil. He just gave her <laughs> up. It's good sunblock, he It's, took, good, <laughs> it's yeah. good sunblock. It's like, ah. Oh. So yeah, their quarterback. <laughs> he's not going to be a rough and tumble type of guy. He seems to be a family man. He's enjoying his career and he's he's trying to impress the coach a bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah. very confident for a goalie who went like 4 and 12 last year. Yeah, extreme Four.
1: confidence. But in fairness though, they tore that team down. Like they traded away their all-pro pro bowl in two different positions. Defensive end and linebacker, Khalil Mack. But and just by trading him to Chicago yeah. Chicago made the playoffs so this shows you the impact he was having mm. and they still traded him away he was not a John Gruden guy he was not given enough effort for John Gruden yeah. but seemingly anyone in the league would have wanted him so yeah So this is the whole John Gruden knows better than the other 31 coaches so he better win a Super Bowl quick his his contract is 100 million over 10 years and he's two years into this this is his third year and he's Oh, this is this is a second year. He's it's gonna it's gonna be that's gonna start pointing him in the ass very quick as well. Yeah,
0: little, I say a lot of pressure on the old coaches as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. What what the one the only person who seemed to be not under pressure, was I don't know if you know him from that Netflix show Last Chance You, but number sixty three Ronald Ollie, the defensive tackle rookie. Okay. Don't get me started on. <laughs> I'll let you crack on because I have something
0: to say about it as Literally, well. Literally joins an NFL team, gets an opportunity, and doesn't even want to be there. It's like, what is the point? Literally, he made every excuse in the book. After spending four years, and you know this whole Netflix show with it, I never even watched
1: it. Never saw it myself. Have to. But been.
0: even then, uh, they showed a little uh, little snippet of it, and he said the coach was like, "You have to roll the hundred yards."
1: And he's just complaining,
0: he's like, Oh, are you serious?
1: That's just I compl- guarantee you that was just an exercise in listening to the coach and let, then the coach, what the coach tells you is go. So what coach says goes. And um, run up and down that hill twenty times. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's something simple like that. But it, also
0: another thing he had to go against him, he literally wanted to be guided through everything. Yeah, he you know what to I mean? Walk through. He wasn't uh self assured or Grown up he was just like I think he's like a dare cutting headlight he's like oh shit you know what I mean this is my big this is a big opportunity and they're on me back
1: again there's another thing that I think happened where he shone against lesser opponents and then when he's up with people who are of that high intensity high level and have trained like that the coaches take no crap and he just didn't yeah. want to know
0: crumbled under pressure
1: no hunger not a fan of the training didn't want to know the worst bit was when John Gruden asked about him. He was the one player after day one that John Gruden asked about. And he said, all he did not make it through. He was the only one who didn't finish practice. 89 other people finished practice without an injury. And this was came from when the coach had, said it to him. and goes, do you want a hug? You okay? Do you want me to help you through this? You okay? He pulled another coach aside and he said, coach, my Achilles. I can't train tell him I'm out and he just walked off field, went back to the locker room got changed he missed treatment for an injury that made him miss training yeah Sorry, he, but he wasn't really injured I, yeah exactly but he was being told and that's what that's what that was he was. He went into the office and said no one told me I had to go get treatment if you leave the field injured you go get treatment He go to the physio the doctor he, he went in the next day his defensive line coach ripped him a new one and straight away John Gruden said right there's too many people on bikes there's too many people sitting out camp too many people sitting out training what can Antonio Brown do today and in fairness the head trainer said he can't do any quick slants he can't do any quick outs anything where he turns and twists is out but he will give you straight and speed in straight lines if you want to use him he'll train he'll do everything in a straight line fair play to Antonio Brown he stepped up he did it after training had a quick look and said nah I'm fed up we gotta get rid of these guys that are just hanging on too much bullshit not enough work not enough effort and he goes okay the only one cut that day number 63 Ronald straight away he brought in a new towel.
0: another thought I had as well LAB right I was like literally after all the stories came out because the stories came out whenever this was filmed this was released a few days before the story came out I was like, I just sensed, like, they were, like, covering it up, you know what I mean, they were all playing nice, and beneath the surface, you
1: can tell there's, like, discontent. Oh, they're definitely holding on to something, Mm. especially the TV cameras. Something would have been said, or something would have been happening, and they wouldn't allow it to be be aired, definitely, because you couldn't see all those stories, looking at the first episode, and then reading the newspaper, or reading something on your phone. Storms Storms out of practice. Storms out of practice, complains about a helmet. Not willing to train until his fear better. May miss real regular season games. Won't play in the preseason. You're like, that didn't seem like the fellow I watched on TV last night. Literally a few hours ago. Completely different persona. Completely different personality. There definitely, there's a lot more where AB is concerned than I. It's that type of thing where even in Pittsburgh, yeah. it was a weekly thing. Every week there was something with Antonio Brown, and they got fed up with and they got rid of him. So th- this is the Raiders' problem. John Gruden wanted it. He took it. And another problem is, well, from the episode again, seemed like he was okay. Richie Incognito. Last five years he's played, he's been in the Pro Bowl four of those years. But he quit the NFL in 2014, joined back last year, retired officially last year, and came back and signed the one-year deal with the Raiders. So whether he has the, the drive or not, we'll see, but... He seems like a weird guy, and but he seems okay. And then all the reports, when you look back, of things he's done and all the old stories, and you're like, "Fuck this!" I man, looked they, it all up. I was like, "That, that fella is crazy. It's a fucking job And then you see him on the on the hard knocks episode, and you're like, "He's interacting with AB. He's interacting with the coach. He's, oh, he's taking the piss he's out." He's out being real. Yeah, it's like this. This guy does not. This guy has no issues with nobody. Seems fine. I give it a couple of weeks. One big miss from it is Vontas Borfecht. He is the dirtiest player in the NFL. Didn't see anything from him. Didn't see his number, didn't see his face, didn't see anything. There's going to be a point where in training camp, it's going to blow up. Borfecht is just going to lay someone out from the linebacker position. He's going to hit a running back. He's going to hit a wide receiver that's un- unprotected. And it's going to start a fight. The offense, defense going to get in it. and It's going to be an issue. And... That's ungrudging to help out but,
0: but also I think the production team had it and I think for the show was oh, everything was gonna all be buddy buddy for everything, episode yeah, one. Everything's gonna be
1: all nice and everything's gonna start was, going slowly going and wrong. wrong really. Now the rookie was had a big part to play in it. There was three rookies. Two of them went on a little um jaunt down the, on horses down through the Napa Valley wine yeah. trails. And he was, uh, That's him character. Jonathan Abram, number twenty four. He was very talkative, very physical in his workouts. Everything that was done in shorts is non-contact and he's laying tight ends out, he's laying running backs out, he's hitting people off the line, he's chipping people. I was watching people. that though as well, when you hit your man, you really hit him. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I was going yeah, to say, that was tight end Luke Wilson, that guy is a journeyman, he's bounced around and that was a really white man back up comment to us. We'll see how big you are, youngster, when we get the pads on. And I was like, oh fucking pads yeah. I was like what is pads gonna do you got laid out by a guy who's half your size I goes yeah. in shorts I goes what is pads gonna do what are you pads gonna do? are gonna make him fucking hit you harder it's, yeah it's <laughs> gonna, that guy's gonna come at you full tilt and you're gonna be sitting on your ass and you're gonna be like I'm out and yeah, you're, gonna, no, you're gonna be sitting yeah. over there you'll add to the bike list in the corner of people that don't do the Raiders training because it's tough and it's expensive but um, the bit that was weird he he was Caught by John Gruden for doing these things, he was called out on it, and all he did was bat chat. He'd never show up unless he didn't acknowledge anything. Every sentence he said was, You know, you did wrong. What did I do wrong, coach? You know, you did what I do wrong. And then he was just standing there, and John Gruden said to him, You you know, you get up out of my face now. And he made him walk away. Like that kid was mouthy, he seems like he, like, I love his intensity. Like in the game, I can't wait to see him hit people.
0: He he's come. gonna
1: come through that. He's gonna any running back that goes runs between the tackles, yeah. finds a little gap, he's gonna be there to stop that straight away. But he better be a Hall of Fame safety in future if he's gonna talk to all his head coaches like that. I reckon he might be on
0: TMZ after drinking the air one of
1: these guys? Yeah, get down the Pat McAfee roll. <laughs> 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 you know, the spiral when he gets a bit of money and that'll be that. But um Yeah. That was a strange one. But like I said, the, it was a very good episode for what it was and there's a lot more being hidden than next week. they I think they do a joint practice with the Rams during it. So that'll be an interesting one. The Rams and Raiders, it'll cover that game. Um, and see a lot of John Gruden in Sean McVay. Big age difference but same coaching philosophy, everything seems similar. So yeah, can't wait for episode two.
0: Yeah, it should be good. Yeah.
1: Now, there was one thing I wanted to pick on. It wasn't a hard-knock story. It's just a goodwill story for the NFL. I'm going to hit you with this, okay? The name? Great. Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. Have you ever heard of him? No, for the chance. Okay. He's a 24-year-old, foot eleven wide receiver kick returner who plays for the Cleveland Browns. He is part of the 90-man roster. A bit of background on him. He never played high school football. He was a basketball player. He didn't get a scholarship for any colleges in basketball or football. He ended up having to run track. Then a car accident derailed his career and he had issues there. So he went to JUCO, which is junior college. He went to D1 schools, D2 schools. He had it all in his head that he was going to show out for them against the bigger schools. Get a a walk-on option to trial for them show up for them against bigger skills, maybe go to the NFL Combine, get drafted late or try out for the undrafted free agents and then make it in the NFL. That was in his head and it did not go the plan. Um, It all played out that he ended up homeless after college. It was back in April. He spent his last $200 on training services in a gym with an old NFL executive and an old head coach from Boomeritos. um. He worked out with a flag football league and while he was there a friend of a friend of a friend got wind of a tryout for Cleveland Browns who were the worst team in football at this time and they had just recently got a quarterback they'd recently started getting a bit of buzz about them and everyone seemed to be interested. He went there he showed up uninvited talked his way in and um, he did his background on the Browns VP of player personnel an ex-NFL player himself Alonzo Highsmith Um he got. He showed up straight away. He chatted to him. He didn't. Two had never met before. He hadn't got his name on his list of tryouts, but he was that impressed with the kid's honesty
0: yeah.
1: that he put him down. He penciled him in to go last in all the tryouts just to see what he could do. He then goes and runs a four three eight hard dash fastest boy a mile at the tryout. He that would have been top five in the rece- in the dra- recent draft class. So he would have been a top five fastest player in the 2019 draft. Um, but while he was there, doing the tryout, working out, doing all the bits and pieces, the family, he was spending all his money on getting to the NFL, and the family were helping him as best he could, but they were working on a budget. So instead of straining the funds any further, he just spent two nights sleeping on grass near the facility, Um he, the gym was very helpful to him in the area they kept inviting them him them back he was able to go, charge his phone in the local laundromat where he'd get his clothes cleaned and washed We probably only eat once or twice a day so the Browns minicamp in Miami was not very good for him but he makes, the, he makes a big impression in Miami Alonzo Heisman likes his background story which is linked if, anyone, if he'd even done his research a bit more
0: Alonzo Hoysmith's
1: son did the exact same thing. Went to the same Duco College in Phoenix.
0: So did the same the thing.
1: Story. Ran all around all the colleges. Went to every training camp, every tryout, no matter what happened. Alonzo Hoysmith's son didn't make it, but this kid, I'm sure Alonzo Hoysmith has seen him, seen a bit of his own son in this kid. So he makes the 90 man training camp squad. Works out with the Browns a couple of weeks, and then come game, game day, preseason game one. He takes an eight. He takes a kick return, eighty six yards for a touchdown, on his first ever play as as an NFL player on a team. The whole team go down and pile on him for a celebration. They're so happy, considering where he's come from. Only back in April, he was homeless. He really? made a name for himself all the way through. He was even the coach got excited for him. Now, in fairness, they did say after the game that that's all well and good, but that's a specialist position,
0: yeah.
1: and. To, for him to make the team from 90 to 53 is going to be almost impossible. But, just, it's that type of story, that kid deserves a mention. oh yeah, b- even
0: if he doesn't get picked this year, he mean, you know. Here, he could get, get picked, picked up. Here, at the Go end of the day, those
1: 4 preseason games is more film, for it's, it's it's a tryout and it's a trial for the other 31 teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, the Eagles need a kick returner. Maybe we have Darnell Sproles. Maybe we have Boston Scott. God knows who's going to use it. We have, we're we a mess at the minute with too many players. It's an embarrassment of riches. But this kid, again, big story. little fairy tale start to the season. And it's good just to get something out there that really pumped the NFL out to what people expect. Absolutely. It's always great to get a bleed, to get one of them stories out there Really, like, bloods you for the NFL season to come. And then, following on for next week, we'll crack on and we'll get more preseason coverage. We'll keep an eye on the Hard Knocks episode 2. I'm sure something will come out with AB. Maybe you will breed retire next week. God knows what he'll do.
0: That's it. Um,
1: and We'll build up towards the start of the preseason. And then, before the preseason, we'll have an episode where we make a Super Bowl prediction. Because by then, you'll have four weeks of. Getting back into the NFL, go bit of research into the players and the teams, and you never know. Exactly. You might just fancy the Eagles' chances again, like me.
0: I love support. i when they win <laughs> or not. That's very doubtful. <laughs>
1: and when we're winning, I'm happy. When I'm losing, I'm the worst person to be in a room with. That is guaranteed. Now, so we leave the NFL chat alone for a bit, and we will move to... Alan's perfect one. Bucco's favourite sport. If you call it a sport, the UFC. Of course, it's a sport.
0: Best sport of all. The last weekend was uh, the UFC was on. Uh, it was it Valentina Shevchenko fought Liz Carmouche for the flyweight women's title? Bit of a lacklustre fight, in fairness. Valentina Shevchenko was one to twenty to win the fight. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, going in. Was it a gimme, and it turned out that way.
0: Yeah, basically. Okay. Although the only uh, little uh, thing to work on was Liz Carmich had a win over uh, Valentin Shevchenko. This was, I think, Shevchenko's second fight. And it was like a ticket over a cut. So, I mean,
1: you know, anything going to happen was so a disputed loss. Yeah, a yeah. cut, you know what I mean? So she just needed to get that off her record as champ. Go exactly. back and avenge the losses. All right.
0: And cool. plus, yeah, uh, she's a beast. Like, and this Carmouche is a bit like uh she looks exactly like your Royal Favor. <laughs> right. <laughs> El Buchin but, chin, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: your Royal Favor, isn't it? name. throwback name. should look even, up, uh, even, yeah. even I know your Royal Favor. Those like, photos I rec- do getting have to say, Recently I've given it a miss but yeah, your Royal Favor. I know him, Jesus. Your Royal, Royal Favor.
0: Came back over tournament there a few weeks ago actually. Really? KO Ricky Simone in 27 seconds. Oh jeez. Yeah Came out of nowhere And just fucking KO'd him <laughs> He's back Yeah And then he wants to fight For the title It's never gonna happen Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ Will it? Never walk, gonna happen Walk before you run Yeah Fucking hell That fella's a beast
1: Was there an else in that? Where, that Where was that Where was that Uruguay was it Uruguay or, yeah. Uruguay as they uh, Or they as, as Homer Simpson it. says You yeah. are gay
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah now The fights on the car Were very uh, Low level and I don't really usually like watching those sort of fights because I like to watch high level May. Same with watching football or NFL. You know, we don't watch amateur hour. But there were some good fights on the card. There was Mike Perry against Vicente Luque. That was an absolute war.
1: Yeah, that I was going to say to you, that was a slugfest. That was one you could watch back 20 times and you'd, you'd still expect a different end. Oh, absolutely.
0: But you had Mike Perry, right? This guy is a brawler of all brawlers. He's an absolute crazy bastard. You should look him up, right? The fella is nuts. And he's just known as an absolute crazy brawler. But this time, he didn't brawl. He was actually quite technical. It turned into a brawl now, near the end. But it's a very technical fight. And he was piecing Luque up. And Luque is supposed to be like... I reckon he'd probably fight for the title soon enough. But he's well too hittable in that fight he was. And then... I was watching the fight and then I looked at the decision I was like alright, I think Mike Perry has this I think he got it done enough and then I looked at his face I was like, what the hell has happened to his fucking nose? The thing was
1: absolutely on the other side of his face Seen a photo of that I have to admit, I did not see it when I watched the fight back I didn't watch it live, I watched it back and I didn't see what happened to his nose until he were standing in the ring and he lost the decision <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, Why did I fall asleep and wake up and miss three rounds? What's that, that happened?
0: There was also uh, another fight in the card, It was on the undercard. Two four is not really too familiar with it wasn't, but you're fighting along and anyways uh, one of them got punched in the eye. The ref stopped to uh stopped the you know, checked the doctor. And uh, it was fine, it was fine. And then the other fella got hit about twenty seconds after that. The ref stopped it again. And then everyone was like, Ah oh, come on yeah, man, what are you, what you doing? What are you doing? And then Everyone seen the cut and the whole crowd just started cringing. So I'm going to show it Paul. Went on the big screen. I'm going to show Paul the cut now. And, uh,
1: yeah. Like his, his, oh. is For anyone that's not able to see that, his eyebrow is on the bottom lip of his eye. So, yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah, I reckon he probably needed about
1: 450 stitches to close that shit up. But that's absolutely disgusting. If you've ever seen a homeless person's shoe open from the front <laughs> and, his, <laughs> and, and his toe is poking out, that's exactly what it looks like. Little <laughs> Simon ho- of in between us. Yeah, little, ho- 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 <laughs> little hobo eye. <like. laughs> it's nasty looking. It is. It's not nice. But
0: yeah, yeah, that's disgusting. Also, another backstory. And your man's name is Pavia, I think. It's hard to pronounce, but I think it's Pavia. Before... This is the second point you the UFC. He lost two. But... Before he uh, joined the UFC, some fella tried to kill him and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend actually was in a coma for six days and she died.
1: No fucking way. And
0: then mean, yeah. He literally had his UFC debut,
1: I think, six to eight weeks later. Like, is he even mentally stable to be fighting people? Or is he just trying... Is he just fighting angry and beating the shit, trying to no beat no, the I don't shit know.
0: out of people? I don't know. It's was like, literally, like... Imagine going through that shit and then having to fight you. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's his livelihood. That's that's what he has to do From yeah because I was watching
0: home. the UFC and I was just like jeez that's grim that's that actually grim and then I wanted that's him to win and then he was like he was going mental when he stopped the fight so I was like who knows where he's
1: at hopefully he's in a good spot but you yeah, never fucking know we keep an eye on him and hope, hope for the best as he goes along but, but we'll also wait, a couple wins and that changes changes it up a bit
0: oh yeah no he won't be caught anyway it's just yeah well it's, he was cut but he will not be caught. it's Dana White <laughs> anyway, yeah. but anyways we're going on to the other part of the card Volkan Isomir picked up a very impressive uh,
1: second round KO against either before of you continue Bukot, I'd like to give you a round of applause for that oh, I think you nailed that that's it not
0: very, not very good yeah, <laughs> pronunciations
1: of I don't very... even want to know where he's from but you have it down oh no no where's he from right? I have is a little it? guess there Paul where's he from Russia <laughs> somewhere in Europe oh so it's not Russia Okay Turkey It's close, uh, Switzerland How the fuck is Volkan Özdemir? I've okay, no idea, Paul, you yeah. ah, okay. know Probably <laughs> is, What about uh, is uh, Goal fish
0: Where is he from? Colombia No, nah, no, nah, it's another S in
1: Europe Oh where's Serbia? No, where's Gustafsson from? Sweden mm. How is Ilya TV from Sweden? Immigrant Oh Yeah well, I hope so. even I hope when so. I, even when I knew it wasn't them, I knew it was them, <laughs> damn immigrants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was convinced that uh, you know Tiffy would win it pretty easily. Yeah, I was completely wrong. Fucking Literally, he came to the UFC. He beat OSP of St. Peru Uh, by split decision on like a week's notice came in, and the OSP it's at the not time. A bad start. Yeah, it was very high-ranked. He fought John Jones for the mm-hmm. title at one point. Then he beat uh, Misha Serkinov, who, uh, who was a, a solid fighter. Not great. Well, at the time he was solid. Journeyman or...? No, no, he was really... At the time... Walked his, his way up the rankings. He probably considered as a journeyman man right now, but after a few losses. But literally, he got KO'd by like a five-inch punch in like twenty seconds. It was so strange. He just hit hit behind the ear in the clinch. And it's like he's folded and knocked him out. And then all of a sudden then he was like, you know, this big contender. Then he beat Jimmy, Jimmy Manuel in about forty seconds. Oh, quick finish. Yeah, so then all of a sudden
1: they gave Daniel Cormier for the title. Oh, no, you're playing point DC. DC will pick your part and then he kill. DC beat the living fucking shit out of him. In fairness, that's that's all that I wrote down for that was the mere fight. It was like one sided the shit out of his opponent <laughs> yeah literally all the I like, that, 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 <laughs> that that will cover that That's exactly. that out of the way
0: but yeah he was on a big losing streak he was and he, got, he lost to Dominic Reyes he lost to Anthony Smith yeah I was trying to think Anthony Smith he was winning that fight but Anthony Smith was a tough bastard came back and choked him out and also uh, it was married had a lot of problems with his broken nose and this thing keeps breaking so it's not healing properly so for a fighter, you break your nose, or they keep breaking your nose, you're in big trouble. So that's what happened to Roy MacDonald Fantastic fighter, but he's broken his nose at least seven times, I think.
1: sure there's penny staff that walk around looking like they have broken noses all the time?
0: They're on heroin, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: consistent,
1: <laughs> consistent weekend vibes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, anyways, that's the old, uh That's the in-depth analysis of of UFC Uruguay. Although. Yeah, it was hard to watch, but like,
1: yeah. some of the fights were interesting, if not high quality. Yeah, the middleweight belt where Vieira got the arm triangle, that was it was nice to see a submission, a submission. Oh yeah, right? this
0: chap is like a four-time jiu-jitsu world champion, he's an absolute beast. Still undefeated, 6-0. and oh. Yeah, his stand-up was pretty good, which was surprising for like a jiu-jitsu guy, you know? Yeah,
1: he could come through. No, yeah. but the next time I see him I'll forget about his name and I won't remember he won by Arm Triangle but yeah, yeah.
0: you gotta keep on tracking the names yeah I like, walk with that yeah so many fours in the OCD I was talking, I remember it's the
1: expand- NFL it's expanded way more than when I used to watch it I, yeah. we used to watch it there was like a top 10 in all the rankings and now it's spread to 15 so mm-hmm. you're like you're, you've added five in our every weight class and the, the women are a lot more prominent than it nowadays Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's no, there's no more forty and fifty year olds like Randy Couture still hanging about and Chuck. Liddell. Randy Couture, absolute legend. <laughs> and Chuck Liddell hanging on for life in the ring. Yeah. Like, I'm only here for the paycheck.
0: <laughs> so you got Cabello Ortiz here last year, forty oh. fucking eight or something. I old is deal. <laughs> he's forty-four. He's still fighting. Still. You know who he's fighting? That uh, WWE guy, Alberto Del Rio. No way. Yeah. How are
1: they? Who are they? The same weight class.
0: I don't know. They're fighting like two hundred and fifteen pounds.
1: All oh, right, jeez. But, uh, is Tio cutting for that <laughs> he's got 225 of, yeah uh, he's cutting it. for that yeah I so. Del Rio's gonna get smashed
0: but he's the president of Combat Days Americas, which is the Mexican oh, organization, okay. MMA organisation oh, okay cool so this we just want trying to they're trying to up
1: that yeah oh yeah absolutely but like he's
0: gonna get back pretty similar
1: to Rey Mysterio helping out with Del Rio and doing Lucha Underground with WWE yeah although so, again, T.O.R.T. is gonna want to smash his face into yeah that's Way to be down. Um, there's an event coming up, isn't there? There's what one. do you mean,
0: the, an event? The event of the year is coming up right <laughs> now. Oh, I touched a nerve. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a headway title for you. There's Joel Romero. There's Paolo Costa. Steve Bamiocci. Is Daniel Cormier's last for you? Who knows? But who gives a shit? Because now fucking Diaz is back. And that's <laughs> all that fucking matters. We get Anthony Pettis. It's gonna be a five round fight, but you don't talk about that. Gonna be three rounder at one hundred and seventy pounds. So both of them are in court. It's only How three much? rounds. Yeah, that's At one hundred and seventy pounds. I didn't
1: check I didn't do I didn't put that down on me. And once that. it's not the main event and it's uh it's not for a title, then it'll be three rounds. They're trying to speed up the thing. No, if and it's he, the main any event. Any chance if, er, if the early fights have a few fast knockouts, they might extend that on the first Yeah,
0: No, they'd be like, Oh yeah, give me some more money, give me an extra forty percent. Ah,
1: it's all it's all agreed beforehand. Yeah, but yeah
0: if you're fighting in a three round fight and then you're training for a five round fight it's a,
1: a lot extra preparation yeah. yeah it's a big difference that's it yeah so basically Safe, health and safety as well yeah although in this sport that's taken yeah, as a liberty was, you know,
0: brain damage <laughs> so it so goes. but you know Nate fucking deals is back three years almost to the day I think he, it's pretty pretty much to the day since he fought uh, McGregor, lost a majority that yeah The coke Well I don't know No we uh, no, won't go We do not go into uh, Slanderous accusations
1: but No we'll, we'll just say That he loves a dolphins barn trip That's yeah, <laughs> it yeah He loves a bit Of uh, the
0: white stuff yeah. Yeah,
1: but, uh, As the Spanish would say Cocaina <laughs> By the way
0: You know We don't know If this is true or not We do yeah. <laughs> We're speculating We're but, not yeah.
1: <laughs> You 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 are speculating. Yeah,
0: but another thing to think, talk about is is that one hundred seventy pounds. Neither one of them are cutting that much weight. Okay. Anthony Pettis uh, beat Wonderboy Thompson his last last
1: by KO. I oh, see. Oh, I remember seeing that as a as a like a ten second video. Is that the yeah. one where he Superman punched outside the, the, punch the cage? cage yeah. That bang that. with the L hook I thought that was about 20 years ago when I was looking at it I was like that was a few, was months, ago. A few months ago yeah Jesus.
0: Also, that was after he got the living shippy out so, so, so he's
1: fighting and Diaz has come back after being out for
0: 3 years Perez has probably had uh, on top of his head he's had about fucking 8 fights in that last in that time frame ok
1: so he's, he's he won't have so, any octagon rust anymore. yeah that's, that's another
0: uh, little thing to talk about literally he's, 3 years with no fight Will Diaz come back the same for her? Will he be shot? Sure? You know what I mean? Will he still have uh, what it takes? Absolutely, he will. But, you know... <laughs> you know what I mean? I am...
1: That's the the swing swinging me. small well. a bit a no
0: massive Diaz fan, so...
1: The lack of five rounds... Like, like, the five rounds really does play up the Diaz's strengths. From watching, like... I've seen three or four of his fights. I've listened to so much of your fanboying about him. That the five-round fights, he will... He'll take so much punishment and he does keep coming forward by round 4 he has you gassed and he just starts piece. taking the yeah. piss out of you because he'll stand up and he'll throw with you and he'll throw with you and throw with you and then when he gets to the ground he'll submit you in a few seconds he'll make you tap he'll choke you out he'll do what he can he's a much better submission artist than a stand up For
0: oh i got to stop you right there because <laughs> how do you get this done Pettis is going to throw the kicks under, under- Everyone under-
1: sees that coming. Pettis is gonna kick Everyone
0: this. Everyone underestimates kicks. Diaz's boxing. I stand up. Let's say stand up. Let's get technical here, Alan. Yeah, stand up. Technical okay. vocal, yeah. Basically, Nate Diaz's boxing is absolutely fantastic. Once he gets going, you know what I mean. It Takes a little while they get going, but once he gets going, Pettis's sta- uh, boxing in particular isn't very good. His kicks are phenomenal. Now. Diaz better put his hand up but if he like not want to get fucking KO'd the fuck with a head kick which the only time that Diaz has ever been TKO'd was with a head kick he ducked straight into a head kick and he got finished that's the only time he's ever been finished so that's something to look out for as well he's also been dropped a lot of times with leg kicks as well <laughs> but let's not talk about that negativity now come on the underdog actually for the for the fight is Diaz he's evens and uh, Pettis is what 8 to 11 okay also, like, that's well worth a bet.
1: That's a, that's better. You know,
0: if we had money, if we had a fiver to bet, which you know, you spend on
1: cans. See, so, yeah, you know,
0: exactly. I oh, spent it on Caripatie for the podcast.
1: If so, if there's any Caripatie premium and uh, bathwater people out there that want to donate some cans to the podcast, feel free.
0: That's it. The unofficial sponsor of the podcast is Caripatie.
1: Come you from a somewhere in. Where, where where is it? Yeah, God knows.
0: It's supposed to
1: be in Poland, is it? I was in I was in Krakow. Ain't no ain't no person in Poland ever seen this beer before. And it's not it's meant to, it's actually not called Karpacki. It's Karpatski. But we won't have that shit in Fingers. No, so no, no. We will just sound it out the way it's spelled.
0: Exactly. So long story short, I reckon Diaz is gonna stop him <coughs> in three rounds. oh hundred percent. Pet going to be absolute oh, four for I smell a better buckle. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. Just what? give me just give me the money already, like. No, I won't be giving you no money. We'll bet eight cans on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll bet an eight pack. What's the bet? I'll take i Pe- I'll take Pe- I'll take Petis All and right. I'll take him a uh unanimous decision.
0: I All don't right. see I
1: don't see him stopping Diaz with it being a three round fight. I just think Diaz will need in round three he'll start waking up, but by then it's too late to finish the fight. Perez will take the force too Peters? Just from, just from not having any ring rust and just the force will be more feeling each other out and like I said Perez going to go for the leg kicks early on he's going to keep it at distance he's going to control the middle of the ring or middle of the octagon sorry he's not wrestling uh, yeah so he's, that's, as good, that's as good as he's going to that's it, that's it and like I said I thought that was years ago when I seen that superman punch against Stephen Thompson no, 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 like, no. that was only a few months ago Diaz has his work out Although, these two do hate each other, so that's going to put a bit of... A, yeah, a of that's gonna throw, yeah, it's going to throw that technique out of the way. And it's going I want to be the shit out of you, and you want to be the shit out of me, and that's it.
0: But 90 years ago, actually said, I want to fight Andy Pettis because he's actually exciting as fuck. That's why I want to fight him. That's oh, why so he was nice about him. Yeah. But he's like, people want to see Andy Pettis fight, and people want to see me fight, so let's go. He fight each other? Yeah. yeah he actually went to... 90 years camp went to Andy Petters' camp and goes let's make a fight and they sent to the UFC Or yeah we're getting paid this let's, let's put a fight on oh fair
1: enough there you go put a background on there but yeah
0: Diaz by TKO in the third round a body shots and he crumples against the cage and he gets battered end of story Nate very specific
1: very specific with that one yeah
0: I've only ever predicted the two actual finishes properly in my lifetime now 7000. What age do you know of About 44? Nah, I'm um, <laughs> And the rest. Give me prime right Give me prime. <laughs> That's <but> it. Anyway, <laughs> but, anyways, we're going on to the other fights. We're going to Yoro Romero fighting Pedro Costa. Two guys that can only really be described as sculpted by absolute fucking God. Absolute
1: fucking chiseled the fuck. Battle of Hugh got away with more? Steady use, truly. Well, USA drug testing.
0: <laughs> well, they both look like they've, uh, they. have look like they took about seven thousand uh, injections to the air All, yeah. but I might... actually, no disclaimer as well. Paulo Costa, he uh, just got a ban there about a year ago. For six months, it was uh, he had a an IV, so he's getting fluids back in and all that sort of stuff. And he's trying to hide it. And I was like, yeah it's like yeah he's definitely trying to hide his rules. he's hiding something man in the LPDs, but talking about this fight there's levels of this shit right Yoel Romero has fought Robert Werger now if you're not familiar familiar with him Paul no absolutely. name doesn't
1: jump off the page he's doesn't, a fucking middleweight
0: champion Oh, he's a champ embarrassing middleweight champ yeah here listen this is the actual casual I
1: have to deal with you know what I mean Hey NFL rookie over here They'll bring you back That's into the fold yeah. By week 11 you'll be screaming on Some shy team to make it to the playoffs That's true We'll get you here That's
0: it Anyways yes. <laughs> he, he, he fought Robert Whittegard twice Lost twice In two absolute fight year contenders Dropped Whittegard I think four times in last week Somehow lost the decision It was crazy Whittegard literally Somehow made to the bell Staggering all over the place he was running on empty but, but he fought Whitaker
1: twice he fought Weidman, not KO Boydman. i oh, seen that I remember seeing that fight against, Floyd, against Floyd Floyd. and I remember seeing the fight against Luke Rockhold KO Rockhold destroyed Luke Rockhold
0: gave him a kiss then afterwards that was nice that's
1: it no for gay Jesus up the Hey. Okay. that's why we want to support on this there was
0: actually a thing he said he goes he says that you know, he's from Cuba he's like no for gay Jesus you know, you know he meant. It sounds like no for gay Jesus. I said he meant no. Don't forget Jesus. Oh, 'cause his terrible English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just says no for gay Jesus. How did he get over Trump's wall? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh in the two thousand and four, I uh, know oh, Sydney, Sydney uh, Olympics. Yeah, he, uh, he went day wall from Cuba. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, was probably a shithole. <laughs> That's what
0: happened. Yeah, he went on the run. Yeah, and, uh, not going got... back. I'm not going back. You can't make me. I'm not going back. <laughs> I think it's no, oh, geez. No, I think the Hector Lombard. Oh, he's That was completely different then. I think he did have Scotland, uh, or something like that. But I think it was Hector Lombard done it in Australia. Can't be sure, Romero, so I'll, I'll
1: take care of that mm-hmm. one. Okay, so we'll, we'll work with your 44-year-old, Brian, and we'll work back from that. Too that's much it, information, too many names. Was actually, kind of to what was he,
0: 40,
1: 43? No, is he? 42. Oh, shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was picture man. How long out? ago was it when
1: he fought Voidman and Rockhold, that I remember? Yeah, it has gone back a bit. That's yeah, gone yeah, back about it, four about years. A year, a
0: year and a half ago. No way, he really. Fought, he fought Luke Rockhold. It was three years ago, he fought. Voidman.
1: Yeah. yeah. But... I drink too much I don't know where the years. are yeah oh, well hey listen
0: that's, that's just that's just all
1: isn't it really woke up one day I went from 21 to 27 I didn't that's oh, don't that's it don't be don't look a day over 40 <laughs> <Sound>. <laughs> holding on to that 39 year old look you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so uh, we have um, Paulo Costa who is an absolute tank he's undefeated 12-0 with 12 first round finishes he's literally looked at it he hasn't been it hasn't been over eight minutes in a fight. So, uh, I was like, if the fight goes long, I have, I have issues with uh, Romero's cardio.
1: Gas like McGregor does.
0: But, Pelo Costa, I'm like, I think, I, if a thing goes long, I'm not sure we would be able to just keep up the pace. And plus the level of, like, the levels that they've been fighting at, because they literally Romero's been fighting Champions League, you know, let's use the football analogy. And like, Remember, uh, Costa's been fighting Championship.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking <laughs> like he's fighting Brentford or something.
1: So it's like when. Um,
0: yeah, so, beating the shit out of nobody's. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it hasn't really been tested. Is it a three
1: rounder or a five round fight? Three rounder. Oh, right. So there isn't actually that far the distance. It's just because of the weight and the size of the two fires. It's going to put a big, big problem with her.
0: Yeah, and I also that, like. Costa had a very uh, tough tough job last fight with a jab he got jabbed as shit before he started uh, taking over the fight but Romero was not
1: throw a jab for his life he's just throwing haymakers yeah, yeah
0: it's just yeah <laughs> after it. just heavy handed yeah. fuckers basically long story short I'm just looking forward to that fight I don't care who wins but go Romero I think he gets it done it's kinda, someone's getting KO'd I'm going with Powell Costa but yeah, don't bet it.
1: Yeah, I'll take Yo Romero KO, but early, and and if it's not right, re- it's not round one or two, then you yeah. can't see it. Can't. It's God knows it's a coin flip by then. The two of them will have. Also,
0: Yo Romero has the most amount of KOs in round three in UFC history. I think he has six, six stoppages in in was... this whole round, where he said like KO people. It's crazy. Where fights a lot of the fights he's been losing, it's crazy,
1: but yeah, Yoramero, get it done. I'd but, say I'm doing it early. Get yeah. me, get in, get the pretender out and yeah, crack just, on and look for another Whitaker fight. I doubt he's going to be on on the run up to that. You'll need a couple more. That's it. I'll Have you watching the, the Yoramero
0: Whitaker fight? You'll enjoy. I'm
1: going to have to look back on that. Yeah, definitely. how did you drop someone four times and lives. This going back to this going back to the Mike Perry thing, threw twice as many punches, landed more, lost. <laughs> like, hope the judges just didn't. Judging, you know what I mean. It's, it's so subjective and yeah. shit,
0: like you know? You never know. But at the same time, I, I thought Weger deserved it anyways. But boy, look, Weger—he's good for her. Anyways, yeah. on to the main event of the evening, Daniel DC Cormier. You know, heavyweight champ against A Miocic who KO'd in the last last time A uh, fought was against DC. I think it was 13 months ago. Uh, what was it, yeah. Cormier has been out with a back injury. I think he had... I'm not sure if he had surgery but he's definitely out with a back injury for sure. And he was going to retire before his 40th birthday but he's now, you know, over 40. And he's still going. But I reckon this is going to be his last fight ever. A very good chance that he could win. In fact, will he probably win? Yeah. Do I think he will win? I don't. I think Steve Oh, you don't, don't, I think Steve is going to take it.
1: I think... Uh, How can you retire on a loss? I see this as a retirement fight. I, I do think that it's not going to be... It's no gimme by any means. Like, I think Cormier found me after just the weakness bossed in the force force fight and I find him just being more solid this time but DC's a smart fighter I see him taking it DC is a actually... firing in the ring straight away afterwards and then my little weird little thing is that he this was meant to be DC Lesnar so why not still have DC Lesnar but this time Wrestlemania twenty six a year later than when it was planned and have it in Tampa Florida at Wrestlemania that's the only really thing that's going to happen because uh, Lesnar's c- never coming back. Lesnar's yeah. never coming back. DC loves wrestling. Been pitched at all the events. I think he's done some commentary for some of the events. I oh, know he loves, yeah, He's acting fanboy he is. Well there you go. That that sets up something perfect.
0: He loves
1: wrestling more than uh, yeah. me. Yeah. But he's a smart MMA for he's going to look after himself. What I like though is that him fighting in the heavyweights though that's his, that's more his natural division. Like When he was like, heavy he was cutting too much he wasn't as good and, it's just not right. I I see him as a heavyweight, he's been the shit out of people. Do you know how
0: you
1: weighing in for that uh total fight?
0: Bang on Low Heavy? No. no He's weighing in it's just a low heavyweight he was two oh five, right? Yeah. I think
1: for heavyweight he was, 248. was 43 pounds. It's a big cut then for him to for what he used to do. Yeah. And at someone at that age it just could be hard to keep doing that up. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Because you do let you they do take time off between their fights.
0: Also, uh, it just got released in America. the The E sixty series for ESPN. Oh yeah. They done it on the uh, Daniel Cormier.
1: Oh, is that but, like Hard Knocks or? Is it...
0: Yeah, know the E sixty. You know the the video series they do like about. Oh okay.
1: You know like uh, all sorts of like. They just did it. They just did one on DC. Yeah. It's supposed to be fantastic, but Behind the scenes training camp shit.
0: No, no, but it's life. Oh okay, it's, it's, it's a story. Life, thing. life oh, okay, story, cool. yeah. Yeah, really good. Really good. Looking forward to it.
1: It's like, yeah, I'll get that. I'll get that legally somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure. What you Watch it here first. Fights Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, Florida. I will not be watching it, i tell you that. I'll watch it, but... I only watched the big four, so... If it's not the big four, I'll watch it. To be fair, I tried to watch SummerSlam. After Edge came out in the previews and speared someone, I was like, Roy right grand. And the main event was the main starting point of the actual... Card was shit, so mm. it was fuzzy So, don't, and don't clear, don't know what happened at SummerSlam, don't care. Yeah. Didn't stay, wasn't able to stay awake to watch it, so wasn't any good. Good luck.
0: So, anyways, back to the uh, L4 oh, you go We got going to about Steve Bay. Oh, Steve
1: You Big tall, bald motherfucker, yeah?
0: No, he's not bald, no. I thought he was a bald motherfucker, no. No, no, Bay. No, he's a hung crazy bastard. Absolute decoration sensation. Hey. Basically, he's a beast. But in my opinion, I was like, he's doing well. He was doing well in that force so I was watching it. Uh, I watched it about three times I did, uh, during the last few days. I was like, you know, I was like, oh, Jesus, this Because I remember at the time watching it originally, I was like, Jesus, Carmen, he looks like dog shit. And then I watched it again. I was like, no, no, it's a bit more even than I remembered. Then so I was like, oh, yeah, it was even. So I was like, you know, it's mad how. When you're watching it and all the emotions like, before you remember, before you know the actual you result. You went
1: into that for you helping me out to beat him in the first one, didn't you? Cleared no, I don't really you like him either of no. them. I'll be oh, honest no. with you. Cormier, you, uh, you know nice he's going on, but... He's a smart fighter, but he's but not excellent.
0: He's boring. I know. Cormier, I wouldn't think, I don't think he's boring at all. I just don't like him. It's not that I don't like him. I don't, you know, having people that I like to watch and then, oh, I will want them to win all the fucking time. But then there's other fighters I'm like, they win or lose I don't give a shit. I just want to see a good fight, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to see absolute fucking more. That's another thing you know, I don't like. I don't want quick KOs. I don't think they're pointless. Like someone's like, oh, what a fucking knockout! Like I had fucking. You see Masvidal against Askren?
1: Yeah, that was that like Aspin, talking shit and they got smashed. So <laughs> you flying there, yeah. Yeah, talking shit got smashed. That's it. Flying there, the air uh, At like, <laughs> Sleep Yeah yeah <laughs> Fantastic KO <laughs> cool. Fucking uh, You know The, rep, the ref, sure was, the ref was a bit uh, There wasn't he Yeah but who expects Someone to get KO After two <laughs> seconds a, you know what I mean The ref was still Picking his Not picking his Jocks <laughs> out of his Back hole <laughs> you know
0: i see. he He's actually pretty Agile job. he was He's actually pretty Agile you know? yeah. He's
1: like Is and still flying <laughs> About
0: Yeah Making bad decisions After bad decision But you know you don't, it's Still nope. You know what I'm talking about A few years A few years Basically, i for um He's a
1: good character, right?
0: Going for uh, Steve a Steve Bay to get a job done. Even though I'd like to, like to comment, go out on a win. I think Steve a is an absolute maniac. So I'm going with him because they're sort of similar. Steve Bay is like 6'5 though. Six four I think. Something like that. Crazy. And he can keep a sick pace. So I reckon this could be like a decision job. But after fucking the insanity and nature, he has. Back to him, Pez. who gives you shit, the unofficial main event <laughs> right there anyways.
1: All three of these could go either way. Basically. The Romero-Costa is a coin flip. Pettis-Diaz depends just really on how Diaz returns to the ring after three years out. And then cormier Miocic was close in the fourth one. Cormier-Nichter probably deserved the lead, but this was expected to be a lot closer. And in fairness, if it was Cormier and Lesnar, it wouldn't have been as big a draw. This seems to be the right fight and the right main event. They probably, get, This is not really settling for the really? worst main event. It's probably a better one. I do. Especially you
0: know, after yeah. Steve Bain got ko last time. He was like, fuck that. It's a month again.
1: I'll make an easy prediction that Derek Brunson wins his fight by KO. Well,
0: you got a right to win the KO part, but you got the point of wrong. <laughs> Derek
1: yeah. Brunson
0: will be winning will by KO. Ian you can have to. He's a good grey four. He has a good backstory as well. I, I just
1: remember Derek Brunson knocking out Leo Machida, and at that point I was like, "No, that's going back a bit." But that's, that's, oh, at yeah, that point I was like, going right "I was now. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is where my like, oh, this is where my UFC life you, is. Yeah, <laughs> this is it where who's gone it's, <laughs> it's Like, yeah, we blame we blame uh, outside interference on that. But
0: I reckon Ian Hynes, KO fucking Brunson, Brunson. He has this sort of style. He fights a little scared sometimes when he's like aware of someone's punching power. He sort of fights very weird, very scared, it's strange for like a high level fighter. But it's, it's yeah.
1: So okay. At least, at least we disagree completely on that one. Yeah, I was swayed towards Pettis, but your argument <laughs> you did that for me. I wasn't. I was a Diaz person until you swayed me. Uh, so then I. The I, nine, I just took. I just took. I, I just took the easy way just out. Stockton Strangler. T- does took the Pettis and that I went Romero, that could be fifty fifty and Benitez Yusuf is an interesting one. That could be a submission a submission finish, but could go either way. Both of them could be on top at any point there. That's that's a that's a that's a little standoff. That that'll be a nice little fight in between. Break up tonight. That'll be
0: a for you. but have me underdog bet of the card right now, right? It came up a little feature right there right there for the podcast underdog better the card Raphael Assunce right
1: against did Coy. you get that name right yeah 100% <laughs> fair play again I <laughs> tell watching this, this sport is oh. absolutely testing my life like the yeah, way the names it, like, if you don't know if you don't listen
0: to the names then you have no fucking chance the, the only people time. that
1: could pronounce these properly are Welsh people because there's Q's and L's and silent V's in the middle of names and we never right or wrong
0: yeah I'm guessing Raphael Assunce was Cory Sandhagen Sandhagen
1: yeah yeah that's a yeah Cory Sandhagen Sandhagen is he from the Sandhagen Sandhagens of Norway I nah, see <laughs> no, he's from <not>. <laughs> <some> Portland. <pun. laughs> oh really Jesus he works <laughs> 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 when you repeated his name twice I was like Sandhagen Sandhagen that's a great story yeah? no no sounds well, like he
0: works in a <laughs> yeah, no, like a kid yeah you know Sandhagen beat uh, John Leninger who's a beast there last week is he Gary Leninger's cousin Oh A little fun fact his He name is was, Gary Lineker's No cousin. no His name is Lineker Because oh. Because uh, in Brazil like they change, Everyone changes their name Like no one, No one No one has a real name It's weird But They were a fan of Gary Lineker uh, Oh how you going to
1: say They love Walker's crisps no. <laughs> I know it was 24 <laughs> That's a very each I was like, Oh, please be funny. I'm pretty <laughs> sure yeah, he's a big fan <laughs> of big yeah. Legend. <laughs> fucking loves cheese and onion walkers, he does when he goes on trips to the UK for fighting. Like. Well yeah, they just
0: make oh. names like for each other. everyone. Like there's not like the, that's their not own their name, name. Yeah, their own their own name is completely different. Yeah. When well, you look at the passports like, you know, seven so what, seven barrel names,
1: is it? Huh? Brazilian. Yeah, Brazilian, And his yeah. name's John Lineker John Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> That's like just walking into a new country going, Your name's Tommy Smith. <laughs> there you go. My well, name's not Tommy Smith, it is now. <laughs> up <in> the <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, that's one tell. So I think get to not he's an absolute warrior. Oh so, yeah, fight the four. He is a pay power. You now the odds aren't great, but listen, in close fights the odds are never gonna be great.
1: So this great. is the type of thing where we t- we take our own views on it. But if you're picking your fighter, do a bit of research and understand how he finishes his fights. You fancy him to win. He wins by KO. Do the bet as he wins by KO. Don't just hate the easy odds winning a bit of money. Be a bit adventurous if you're going to do the one-off bet. No if chance. You're, if you're accumulating bet. your bets, if you're accumulating your bets, take them just to win. They're well, the if you the want to do an
0: accumulator, we have Diaz, is a cert. I how
1: did I know you were waiting for a sneaky accumulator uh, at the end of this? I've...
0: Cert is is a cert Diaz. Yeah, the old soldier of God, Yo Romero four to seven, he's gonna win. Stebe, yeah, let's go. with a Cause uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, am not uh confident about Stebe's chances at all, but yeah, I well, think yeah, I think that's a good little treble i put a fiver on it myself. Pay payday for all these, I'm be able
1: to. Oh, I don't need to put any money on any of these people, but I'll make sure I get my eight cans for when Andy Pettis wins.
0: Well, that's not happening. So even have, if he wins. How
1: about eating about 15 cans while watching the voice Yeah, stuff. and even when he wins, the chance of me getting eight cans off you, That's
0: it. <laughs> Edison, hey, hey, for this podcast, I gave him four of the game before, the finest car pack cans out of my own pocket, you know, struggling little man, you know, working in a retail outlet.
1: That's me. But you know what I mean? Drenners to a fault. the absolute foundation of this, of this country, Bucco.
0: That's it, yeah. Although I did. You deserve
1: more recognition.
0: That's true, yeah. Although
1: I did eat for 14 euro with the food yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> that Paul paid for it, but yeah. There you go, you
0: see? Curries are life. Oh yeah, I went home <laughs> and I was like, this curries
1: oh me? <laughs> I was like, what oh, the fuck? Uh, we've, we've all have problems when we're drinking and trying to eat curries. Kebabs are the worst You just shove it in your face And it goes everywhere Did some of it go in? <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways That's a wrap To our uh, Sports Segments anyways But Over the next few weeks We're just gonna You know Keep this sort of like You know Sports things up We're gonna like You know Do a little beer review You know All this sort of fun stuff Just have a bit of, Just a bit of fun with it We'll
1: anyways. just We'll just add more content To the podcasts We'll mix it up a bit If you've any suggestions Feel free to leave them below well, we've covered Premiership Weekends, we've covered the Super Cup, NFL preseason games, we've the NFL episode, episode of TV, and um, the Hard Knocks series. Um, I got in a feel-good story about a guy that I hope makes an NFL team. Cause it's just great to see something like that happening. And then we had our own thoughts on the fight night that had just gone by, and our preview of UFC 241. So, yeah, seems okay. Although, Bucco's shouts are very highly controversial but we walk backwards from that controversial okay. but true
0: anyways thanks for uh tuning into the very first episode of the shed sports podcast we're only getting started we're only going to get better so keep tuning in for uh some sports talk yeah so, thanks for listening talk to you there see you there all the best